Hi, I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. You're listening to Nourish Noshes, stories about real people, real food, and real life. We're integrative health counselors on a quest to make the world a healthier place. So glad you've joined us. I'm so curious, Debbie, what's, what are you fixing tonight for dinner? It's five o'clock, you know, that, that, that five to six o'clock, maybe it's even seven o'clock, unfortunately for some people, but that dreaded hour of what are we going to fix? Yeah, because we didn't meal plan. Right. Meal plans for another podcast, right? Definitely. We're doing a podcast on meal planning because we need that. And that is the key to success in healthy eating. Yeah. But the other key is having your pantry stocked with stuff so that when it's five o'clock and you have to make a meal you're prepared yeah I know for me if I don't have eggs and nut butter of some kind in my house yeah I kind of feel panicked because I feel like I don't have food but there are many other options for our pantry and our refrigerator yeah and it does depend on what you're eating too some people don't eat dairy some people don't eat you know, bread products, you know, so your pantry looks different than my pantry, Yep. but we have basics that we need. And I came across this the other day when I didn't have a dinner and nobody else was home and I hadn't meal planned because I knew nobody was going to be home, but I forgot about myself. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so what I ended up doing is I have this d- delicious millet zucchini bread. So I, I toasted a couple pieces of that. I had avocado, I had fresh mozzarella, I had turkey bacon, and I had spinach. And I made a little grilled cheese sandwich out of that. And it was a perfect meal, you know. And the next day I did almost a similar thing and I added an egg to it. And that was a perfect breakfast. But those were just things I had on hand. It's not something that I specifically went shopping for for a meal. And that was part of what's at my house, typically. So I love that. It's because you had some basic staples that you always have on hand. You can throw together a really healthy, supportive meal for yourself, even without the food plan. Right, right. And that's not to say you shouldn't meal plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our disclaimer. I think, I, yeah, I agree completely. So let's talk about some things that are great to have on hand, regardless of what you eat them or not. So if we mention something you don't eat, then you're not going to have it on hand. Right. But we have a whole bunch of things that we have on hand, and we tell our clients to have on hand regularly. Yeah. And... You know, staples don't have to be things that do or don't go bad. So we aren't just talking about staples in our cabinets. We're also talking about the refrigerator. So let's talk about vegetables first because we're all about... That's right. (laughs) We're all about those vegetables. Right. And the fact that they go bad, it's fine. You know, we're not talking about um, cans of things. We we will include those. But um, if you always have lettuce on hand or you always have spinach on hand, whatever it is then that can be a building block for your meal plan. So you don't have to make a meal plan and then buy the food necessarily. You might have the food and you build a meal plan and then add to it. Exactly. Yeah. So talk about what vegetables do you always have on hand? Well, I always have greens of some sort. And so they're either in the freezer or they're fresh in the refrigerator. So whatever kind of leafy greens I can get my hands on. You know, I, I love to eat with the seasons, but I will be frank and say spinach is, you know, often a staple and Mm -hmm. kale and Swiss chard. Those are the three I almost always have on a rotation. Right. I always have frozen spinach in my freezer. Um, that's personal, right? Always have that. And we almost always have romaine lettuce in the refrigerator. Yeah. So that's one of the staples that we have, those leafy greens. Kale, mm-hmm. um, sometimes collard greens. There's always, again, like you said, dark leafy greens on, ready, ready to go. Yep, yep. 
broccoli too often is in my refrigerator. Yeah, so, you know, broccoli for sure and yeah. cauliflower perhaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are things that my kids like. You know, I know they like broccoli, so that's something. I, every time I go to the store, I pick up a head of broccoli because it's sort of a win-win no matter what. Right, and it's versatile too because you can have it raw or steamed or cooked or baked. You know, there's so many different ways yep. that you could have the broccoli. It's nice. Nice, versatile. Right. And then don't forget kind of the basics that we have to put into things or to build around, like celery, carrots, um, onions. Garlic. Garlic. Sometimes shallots, if you like to get a little fancy. Yeah. And those don't go bad as quickly as the leafy greens. So they're good to have. You can have them for a couple weeks even. Yeah. And I also love sun-dried tomatoes. Yeah. That's a nice basic staple that can go, you know, get thrown in an omelet or a stir-fry or some something and just really, you know, make it make it uh, really flavorful. Yep. And in the dead winter when there are no tomatoes around, right. sun-dried tomatoes can be real refreshing. And it gives a nice umami flavor that, you know, that savory type, almost sweet, savory, mm-hmm. salty flavor that everybody loves. Yeah. Yep. Roasted red peppers do that, too, for people who eat red peppers. That's a good one to have on hand. It's not something in my staples because yeah. other people in my family don't like it. Right. But, yeah, for some people, that's – I would like that. Yeah. Maybe I'll just get some for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we – and just one more on that. We also have artichoke hearts that we usually keep – have the kind in a jar that's in olive oil and herbs, and we have that because those you can throw in salads or, you know, make a little meal out of those. Definitely. And actually, you could get them frozen, too. You could get the frozen hearts. And um, we have a really nice red recipe in our book yeah. of a white bean and artichoke dip. That's it's one of my favorites. So good. Yeah. 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 So I hope you're making your list right now while you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so what about fruit? That's sort of, you know, vegetables and fruits are our favorite things. Yeah. Well, lemons and limes always, uh, just the freshness of lemons and limes. And for me, it doesn't matter about the season. I just, they're they're always in my refrigerator. Well, and the thing is, we don't grow them up here where we are. I mean, depending on where you are, we don't grow lemons and limes. It's not a a seasonal thing for us anyway. Um, But I also, I I keep dates in my refrigerator. I keep raisins around too. Yeah. Because I'm throwing them in whatever I'm making. I usually throw those things in for, you know, desserty type things, especially. And I love figs, too. Yeah, dried figs are fabulous. Yeah, And then olives. Yes, they are fruits. That's always confusing. (laughs) That's a confusing one, but yep, they're they're a fruit. (laughs) Yeah, we love olives. Um, Beans, again, and we're going out of the, we're going into legumes, I guess you'd say, but Mm -hmm. beans are easy to have, you know, because they're dried or they're boxed or canned, if you can get a responsible canning that doesn't have that BPA lining. Mm -hmm. Um, And those... Those are meal in, in and of themselves, and you can keep a lot of them on hand. And Great they don't carbs, go bad. fiber, protein, all wrapped into this one little bean. Yeah. So, and they're so versatile. Yep. Yeah. You can make, you know, by our cookbook, you can see how much we use beans in so many different kinds of recipes. It's not just soup, it's not just dips, it's everything. Yeah, and experiment with beans too. I think we get. Some people might just get stuck on maybe black beans and garbanzo beans. Mm-hmm. It's just their staples, but yeah. there are so many wonderful kinds of beans out there. So play around. Yeah. Colorful and beautiful. They each have their own great nutritional profile and different nutritional profiles. Yeah. So let's talk about animal protein next. Okay. 
So if you're vegan or vegetarian, you can kind of fast forward through these next two minutes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But I definitely, I always have um, either bagged or canned tuna and salmon in my, in my pantry. Right. It's just a great grab and go. Easy. Easy. Yep. Really simple. I keep sardines as well. I do too. Yeah. Although I don't open them as often as I could. It's a nice <laughs> reminder. Yeah. It might be kind of pushed back into my pantry a little bit. <laughs> but it's a good one to bring out. Right. And, um, you know, most uh, animal proteins can be frozen, mm -hmm. so we can stock these. Yep. You know, some turkey, ground turkey is in my refrigerator, yep. and Mine um, too. some chicken yep. is, is in my freezer at all times. Me too. Yeah, but it's good for a quick taco dinner. You know, we have ground turkey, and we just, I, that morning, if I forgot to plan, I just take it out in the, in the morning, and it's defrosted by the time I come home to cook, and it's a quick dinner. Yeah. Eggs, always have eggs on hand. Always, always. <laughs> That's one of those, yeah. Yeah. Because you can have breakfast for lunch or dinner or any time. Yep. They don't have to be exclusive. Nope. For, and there's so many day. different ways to cook them or include them in what you're eating. It's yep. yeah, wonderful. Eggs are one of my favorite foods. Yeah. Nuts and seeds. I'm a big one on nuts and seeds, too. Yep. They just add a nice spice and variety to any dish. So toasted or raw. Whichever one. I always buy them raw. Yep. Buy them 100% the option, raw. Right. Because mm -hmm. you can toast them yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Don't pay extra for toasting. Um, but walnuts, sunflower seeds. Um, we even have pine nuts always on hand. Uh, pecans we have because those are really just tasty all by themselves. <laughs> but there's also the seeds. And those are easy to have. I keep them in the fridge. Flax and chia seeds. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're there and they're great to add to recipes, especially to experiment with recipes. Chia seed pudding recipe. Mm -hmm. mm. Add them to smoothies to thicken them up. Yep. And the nut butters too when it comes to the seeds. You mm -hmm. can gr always grind your own if you have a, you know, a stock of nuts, but uh, the nut butters too, the easy to grab. Yep. And then if you're eating grains, and again, if you're not, you can fast forward through this part, but if you're having grains, there's mm -hmm. good ones to always have on hand. And again, these are easy too because they stay on the shelf for a little while longer, you know, unlike mm -hmm. the vegetables. You can have these around for a while and maybe combine them with frozen vegetables if you don't have fresh. Yeah. So brown rice, millet, <clears throat> and amaranth, and mm -hmm. quinoa yep. are the staples in, in my cabinet. you have any others? Um, those are pretty much what I have. Um, we do have some pastas that are you know, mm -hmm. gluten-free, you know, whether they're, now they're coming out with chickpea pasta, mm -hmm. but they have lots Black of bean, bean pastas. Bean mm -hmm. pastas, yep. So those, those aren't necessarily grains, but <laughs> we think of them as pasta as a grain. Right. Um, and... And we can't forget, with all of this food, to make it taste even better is to add seasonings. And yeah. so having seasonings on hand is key. And what we often have them anyway, but we forget to use them. Mm -hmm. So you might want to strategize a way to put them up in front or, you know, so that you'll use them. And I put them, I have a few different places. I have a spice rack and I use it, but that's not like in my general vision when I'm cooking where I keep my salt and pepper. So mm. I put some spices by my salt and pepper just to remind myself that I have them there. And so I use them more and it works. So, That's great. Yeah, it's a good reminder because we often have a lot of spices and, and um, herbs and we forget to use them. 
Yeah, and this is where we don't want to be boring, right? Just spicing things up a little bit. Yeah. So Lots of nutrition in spices and herbs, too. Absolutely. Yeah, so why not add a little magic to your dish? Yeah. So what kind of, what are we talking about here? Well, I mean, one, one of my favorites to spice things up isn't actually in the spice cabinet. It's in the vinegar cabinet. It's the ume plum vinegar. That is it's your just, favorite. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It can just dress up anything, whether it's a grain or a leafy green. You just splash just a little bit of ume plum and maybe some... Uh, olive oil on it and you've got you've got your meal right there you've just yeah. steamed some greens and had some leftover rice and some beans the meal is right there it's there you go quick and quick and easy and you can find that in the asian sections of markets often mm -hmm. and a little goes a long way very mm -hmm. very salty but a lot of that uh that umami flavor yeah and it also helps curb um sweet cravings yes so yeah it's a good one the obvious ones is garlic and ginger, and if you can get fresh ginger, we keep ginger root in our freezer, and it's so mm -hmm. easy to just grate. We have one of those graters that we just grate the frozen the ginger. Microplane. The mm -hmm. microplane, and that, that's how we use ginger most of the time. Yep. I also love tamari because I yeah. love, you know, to mix with the ginger, mm -hmm. tamari, and a little bit of sesame oil. Yeah. It's fabulous Delicious. Asian, yeah. And for people who don't, aren't familiar with tamari, it's really just a wheat-free soy sauce. So if you're not wheat-free, you can have soy sauce. Um, but yeah. if you are gluten and wheat-free, tamari is the way to go to get your soy sauce fixed. <laughs> right. And if you don't eat soy at all, opt for coconut aminos. It's another staple in the refrigerator. Yeah, it's a perfect substitution for tamari or, or soy sauce or shoyu. Yeah. There's also apple cider vinegar, which has mm. a trillion benefits. <laughs> yes, yeah, so many benefits. We could do a podcast on that alone. Oh, oh and we should because yeah. it's ridiculous how many things you can do with it. And in our cookbook, we highlight fire cider vinegar, which has apple cider vinegar in it yes. and it's a few other spices that really can um, dress up a, a nice salad dressing or right. marinade. Yep. You can also put it in soups. You can put you can marinate your meats in it. It's your tofu. Yeah. We didn't even talk about tofu because that doesn't really fall under, I mean, I guess it falls under legumes because it's soybean, but mm -hmm. having tofu on hand too, or, tem or uh, tempeh, tempeh. Mm -hmm. yep. those are good adding stir fries, adding soups, um, silken tofu is good for smoothies. Mm -hmm. so. Then we move over to uh, the bottled, bottle, the olive oils and ghee, mm -hmm. sesame oil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good to have on hand. Ghee is really easy to make. You can buy it, but I make it because it's so easy and much cheaper. <laughs> Right. Yep. We have a recipe in our book for ghee, That's right. which is clarified butter, if you're not sure. But it's a little bit more than clarified butter. So, yeah. so check out our book and see what it is. And this last category is something that you may or may not want to have. Maybe maybe you're avoiding breads, but uh, for those people who do have breads, um, just having some tortillas and some wraps, mm -hmm. um, maybe some Ezekiel bread. Mm -hmm. um, and I found a new... Um, English muffin that's gluten-free that doesn't have a whole bunch of extras in it, which is which is kind of nice. Yeah. So that that's in my freezer too. And there are lots of wraps that are gluten-free naturally. You know, maybe they're ones that are using ingredients that they try to mimic the gluten um, mm -hmm. wraps. But there are um, vegetable wraps and mm -hmm. rice paper wraps and things like that that you can use. So it's you don't have to give up those wraps if you're gluten-free. Yeah, um, that was one thing I could not give up because I love wrapping vegetables and stuff up and making a meal out of that. It's one of those things that, that's one of those meals I make when I didn't meal plan, you know, because I always have those rice paper wraps and it's really easy just to throw a bunch of things in there, wrap it up and make a meal into it, dip it into ume plum vinegar. And the there dressing. you go. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you know, one more that just uh, pops into my mind that you and I both have are some dulse flakes, right? Yes. And some seaweed wraps, some nori wraps, yeah. and even the kelp noodles. So instead of going pasta, you could do kelp noodles. Yeah. And they keep really well in the refrigerator once you open them. So. Yeah. Just had to zing that. I'm in there so glad too. you did because yeah. sea veggies are ignored a lot, or people are afraid of them or don't know about them. And but they, they store so well, and yeah. they just really flavor things up and add a lot of nutrition, a lot. So those are dark green veggies. So, so you know, those are just some ideas, and you might have more. And if, of course, we'd love to hear them. If you wanted to, you know, let us know by um, putting comments on our podcast or on our Facebook page. We'd love to know what's in your pantry. Yeah, would love to hear from you what's what's in your cabinet and uh, see if we can continue this conversation. Yeah. Subscribe to us on iTunes and please share us with friends. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy bright Fallon And I'm Debbie Peterson. Join us next time for more of Nourish Noshes. Continue the conversation about real people, real food, and real results on our Facebook page, Nourish Cookbook. Be well.